0: Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musur Impact Initiative. Hey, we are back. Baruch Hashem, another Hachzik. This is going to be Thursday, Day 68, and we are in Paragdolet, Mishnah Yud. Rebbe Meir Omer, page 226 in English. Rebbe Meir Omer, have mema'et ba'ez, sayek patora. You should kind of like limit. You should do a lot less of work that you have to do, and you should be Isaac enter, v'avishval roch adam, and always be humble in front of every single person. And if, unfortunately, you should decide to be bottled from Torah, meaning decide that I don't have to learn, and that you basically, you neglect Torah, you waste your time in it. There's going to be a lot of things that to come at you that you'll end up being mevattled with. We'll see what that means. But if you decide to toil in Torah, God gives you a lot of sart So Reb Meir would tell us, basic that you should make your malacha. You make your malacha to be alright, secondary. You make it temporary, meaning, yeah, look, I got to go to work to do these different type of things, but it should be your drive in life. It should be what thrills you. Your taira should be kava. Your taira should be the thing that is your main thing. And that you should be humble before every single person. This is also something connected to tyra. That um, meaning, he's telling us over here that it says inside the Torah, let's see, that there are two things that the Torah is coming to tell us that you're not want to have gaiv in. Certainly, in things that are just physical stuff and everything else over there, of course, you don't have any kind of gaiva, but even in Tyra, where a person can say that this is the real stuff, this is the real deal let me feel a little bit like i'm accomplished, and me feel a little bit like i'm so amazing or something, even in that we don't do we don't allow a person rather have a adam. rather you become humble to every single person even the lowest of the low, to stay far, far away. Definitely somebody who's on your level. And what this means is, is that no matter how learned you are, no matter how much you know, even sometimes if it's to make a point, but we have to be so, so careful in how we go about it. Yeah, you may know a lot more Torah, this is true, but even if you're right, even if telling that person, how much I know, did you get smicha, did you, I don't know, like whatever you could. You're already you're starting to dance the dance. You're starting to get way too close, a- and that's something that will destroy you. Hashem cannot stand a balgaiva the medrash brings. Uh, P'sukim from Mishle in this week's portion The medrash says, My, "I don't think I'm so holding a mesh. <laughs> Hashem, it's a very opportune life that Hashem gave me. Right after this, I'm going to have to record. I'm doing the Medras Weekly. The Medrash Hashavua, and so I, I just had to prepare the Medrash also. Over there, passing, mentioning that Mamish a Balgaiva is called a Teyeva in front of Hashem. Hashem can't stand it. it. Means a Balgaiva is a type of person who just doesn't get it. You know, you just you're not getting it from from the get go. I'm just completely disgusted by this. Hashem says because you're making yourself so filled of something that you have no rights to. You have no right to be fi- so. Somebody's getting close to that, is getting close to being considered a tayeva, not a good thing. Vimbatal Minatora. No, one second. Yeah, yeah. Minatora. baby tome connect Dechna. Listen to how Rabbi Yeni goes about this. That if you're bottled from Torah, if you go and you neglect Torah, there's a lot of things that will come um, to, and he understands, to wake you up or to punish you. duvim aduvim. These are wicked people, or these are bears, or these are lions. Habetalimim lacha. That will kind of distract you from your work. Shehem Shevach Mochiach. That um, these are the what he uses now a of Shevet <speaking in Hebrew> the stick that Hashem uses to chastise or to punish, that Hashem comes in to collect from. <speaking in Hebrew> when it comes to waking a person up, or it comes to almost um Punishing a person, Hashem always wants to use an intermediary, but Rabbeinu Yana is about to tell us, however, the other way, when it comes to give us payment, never does Hashem want to use an intermediary. And the reason why, and we'll say it outside, the reason why is because, it's like the hell Har Rabbeinu that the Mishnah says that if you are humble, if you toil you have a lot of rewards, says Rabbeinu Yonah, when it comes to punishing a person, Hashem wants the punishment to be meted out as easy as possible. If Hashem has to do it himself, man, will that hurt? Because Hashem would come with an exactness. So instead, Hashem sends a shliach in, in a lion or a bear or a wicked person or the IRS, whatever it may be, and the shliach over there, it's less of a hit, and it's considered as if the hit has been there and you've woken up. Because if a Hashem has to come and do the one to give you a hit, oi But the opposite, though. When it comes to giving reward, over there, Hashem doesn't use a shliach. Ani velo malach, ani hu velo Over here comes the Abraham himself. Why? Because when Hashem pays, Hashem wants to give you the greatest reward, and not through a He says, Lama Davidoma to a king. He wants to pay a certain craftsman who went and uh, did something. So, if the king tells his whomever, you know, his uh, uh, one of his servants, go and pay the guy, the servant will only give an exacting amount and not a penny less more, because." It's what the king said, and it's not the servant's right or allowance to go. Whereas if the king does not himself, the king can give with a much open hand. Yeah, take it, keep the change. You know, only king can say keep the change, right? Only he can give so much more. And so when it comes to the payment, we want it to be on the greatest way possible. But when it comes to the getting woken up, it's terrible. But Baruch Hashem, at least it's not Hashem himself coming and hitting. If somebody does a mitzvah, then you get one defender for you. Like literally, somebody to go and defend you in front of the king. If bad things are coming up against you, that mitzvah goes and stands as a defender. But if you do an Avera, then you get, unfortunately, you get somebody now who is against you. Then you end up having a prosecutor. He comes and prosecutes against you in front of the king. And then, if there's a prosecutor that's coming, you should know that... A uh, chuva and ma'isim from chuva and good actions that works as a triss. A tris is a shield, we all know that from the trissim that they have in Herod's Israel. It literally works as a shield in front of it, so even if it's coming to hit you, you don't get hit too hard from it. That means that, that if somebody's about chuva, you know, uh, amongst rabbis, sometimes they talk. Somebody recently, a certain rabbi said this to me and he felt very guilty. He had helped somebody out, and it he was helping this person go through a chuva process. The person had lived most of his life not religious, and now he's becoming religious. And all of a sudden, bad things started to happen to this person. And the rabbi had said to me, you know, I find time and again, people are becoming from bad, bad things begin to happen. And to tell you, I kind of seen that too in my own life and in certain students or stories. And I think it's the understanding is here. What that means is, is that, look, there are certain Averot in the world. The guy's doing chuva now. If those Averot would have been collected in this world or the world to come, whichever it may have been, they would have hit the guy, chas v'shalom, like we can't imagine. Whatever he's getting hit with now, so a shield doesn't mean that you're safe. You still get hit hard. If you have a 350-pound ogre of a man with a massive battle axe and he swings it over his head and comes down on you with the force of a mighty just mountain of a man and you have a shield. <laughs> now, the shield is going to block it. You're gonna, but it's going to hurt. It may have broken some teeth. It may have broken your nose even as, as you... It hurt... But it shielded you. The most destructive part, which was death, it stopped. But boy, did that hurt. I think that that's shot over here. It's a tris. A shield is one in which you still feel the bang, but nothing like, nothing like it could have been without the Chuba. Yeah, if you're getting together for terrifying typhons, it's called the Kenisa Shem Shemayim, and that will last forever. But shame Shemayim and Sovekhayim, but if it's not Hashem Shemayim, it will not last. Ze al That's when people come together to try to gain honor from each other or try to make fun of each other, each other's expenses. Whatever it may be, if you're not coming together, Lishem Shemayim, rather only for your own honor, then that Knessia will not last. Whatever it is you're trying to do in that group, it will not have any staying power. Have a wonderful day.